Please note that the following podcast includes discussions of crimes and violence. It may contain graphic descriptions that could be disturbing to some listeners. The show also features talk about the consumption of cannabis, which may not be suitable for all audiences. Listener discretion is advised. at the end of this microphone again it's me melissa that's my face <laughs> yes you can't see it but Linnea can i also can't see it because <laughs> there's no mirror in here no no there isn't Shh, that's your sister uh, as i'm looking around <laughs> like do i have one in here no oh. hi how's it going how are you i miss you guys i miss you <laughs> weeks, months, years. I don't know, we've been time traveling, hey? Maybe. A little bit. Sort of. Mm-hmm. I totally didn't release that Canada Day episode on Canada Day. <laughs> 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 but in all fairness, I did not get... Well, no, we had major storms the night before. Oh, mm-hmm. And so our power and internet were cutting in and out, like, hardcore. Yeah. So I couldn't have anyways, and then... July 1st, Canada Day, I was busy all day and did not get home till damn near 1 in the morning. <laughs> so. It's not even Canada Day anymore. No, so. That's the next day. Yeah, so it didn't even happen, so. That's okay. Yeah. You did it. It is what it is. You did it. We're here again. High. <laughs> Very high. <laughs> we smoked two. Well, I didn't feel the first one. By the time I smoked the second one, I couldn't feel my face. <laughs> That's because I think the first one finally kicked in. Mm-hmm. That's okay. Layering is called. <laughs> Usually there's more space when you layer, though. Like, we were, like, literally back-to-back joints. <laughs> Chain smokers. <laughs> oh, boy. Uh, so, um, yeah. So. Hmm? What? <laughs> so, yeah. So, you're here. You're back this week. It's me, yeah. And and Lex is gone this week. Mm-hmm. She oh. is off to go get teeth ripped out of her head tomorrow. Oh. Yeah. Well, I have to say I listened to the episode and it was uh it was funny. I was roaring. I like her quips. <laughs> well, she was holding back because she's got a very dark sense of humor. Like I think mine's bad. She can actually trump me on a lot of things. Really? Oh yeah, she's talented in that regard. Mm. Well, she does have a yeah. Yeah. Well, look who she's raised by. Mm-hmm. Like, I got a twisted sense of humor. Her dad has a twisted sense of humor. Justin has a twisted sense of humor. Yeah. Yeah, so she's pretty much set up for life. She's surrounded. Mm-hmm. She's in the twister of humor. There was no way that kid was going to come out boring. No, <laughs> she's not at all. I love it. I love it. Hmm. Okay, so... We are at episode 22, part two of Elizabeth Wetlawfer, killer nurse. <laughs> I just hear Lex. Slay bestie. <laughs> oh, that's actually my text tone on my phone for her. Oh. In her voice, too. So oh, it's. Okay. That, it's awesome. It's. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, I don't even remember where we left off. Oh. Like, what had happened. She had... Who was the last person she killed? The the man. um, Oh. Oh. What's his nuts? Uh, What's his nuts? Sorry. Maurice. I am very sorry. (laughs) Jesus. Sorry, Jesus. Oh, God. I saw that. 
It's just a trip over a trip over. Oh, my God. Okay. Yeah, so she had killed Maurice, and this was 2008, I believe. Yeah. Oh, no. Elizabeth didn't feel another urge to kill until later in 2008. Excuse me. So it was around then that Elizabeth and Maureen were in the process of breaking up. Oh, you were cheering me on. Oh, okay. I was confused. I thought you were excited about something. Oh. Oh. I'm sorry, I interrupted. That's okay. Uh, Yeah, so around the time of her breakup, or breaking up with Maureen, uh, she started feeling that crazy urge again to Mm. kill somebody. So the next person that made it to her hit list uh, was a woman of 90 years of age, Helen Young. She was a World War II veteran that also resided at the Crescent Care facility. She was bored, so for her amusement, she used to yell to the nurses for help, only to dismiss them when they arrived moments later. <laughs> I like her style. <laughs> <laughs> you might not in a bit. <laughs> She thought this was funny, but one of the, her nurses, Elizabeth, did not. Mm-hmm. Finally, Elizabeth had had she had had enough of Helen's antics, and she went and got a, a needle full of insulin and injected Helen with it. This time, Helen suffered greatly, though. She suffered convulsions, muscle spasms, slurred speech. Uh, because of the slurred speech, Helen was unable to tell the other nurses attending to her what Helen, uh, Elizabeth had done, um, though she did try. Uh, Helen eventually passed away the next morning. Oh, horrible thing to do to someone. Yeah. Uh, so next, she so a little bit later... Mm-hmm. She next targeted Michael, a 63-year-old patient who had Huntington's disease. Uh, And Elizabeth observed in her mind, keyword in her mind, Mm -hmm. that Michael had uh, a poor quality of life due to his illness. To Elizabeth, God wanted her to end his suffering. So she injected him with 90 units of insulin. Somehow, though, Michael survived on his own without any intervention. Elizabeth grew concerned. Had she been wrong about her assumption that God had wanted her to save Michael? And I do save in quotations. So now she's starting to question herself. He survived, though. Yeah. Okay. So Did you learn and about him? Not really, no. Oh. Um, the more she thought about it, though, she figured that the only way he could have survived is if God had intervened. So that's when she starts questioning whether or not that's actually God's voice in her head. Oh, that, telling her to kill oh. people. Okay, so how many has she killed now before she oh, questioned God. that maybe it was not the right therapy for I her? I want to think three or four times. Wow. Okay. Yeah. Excuse me. Uh, not be the right therapy. Elizabeth figured that distraction would help control her urges to end suffering. So she began to binge drink again. Hmm. Not the first time. Mm-hmm. Elizabeth, in 2009, uh, she began to connect with a woman named Sheila. Sheila thought that Elizabeth was trying to move to the, the relationship too quickly. But despite the first interaction together, which was Elizabeth basically throwing herself at Sheila, uh, they spent some time together, and in the end, Sheila broke it off with Elizabeth, saying that Elizabeth was too clingy and came across as desperate. Codependent. Yeah. Elizabeth moved on to an 18-year-old nurse aide that started had just started at Crescent Care. And Elizabeth felt she could trust this person and even told her about her crime she had committed. So she completely, again, just verbal diarrhea, told, told, on, herself. told on herself to this 18-year-old nurse that she thought was a hottie. Oh, yeah, because that's a way to get into someone's Yeah, shorts. um... So this did not sit well with the young woman, mm-hmm. and she told Elizabeth she would tell the police. Mm-hmm. Eliz- Elizabeth managed to convince the young nurse aide not to say anything by telling her there was no proof and that likely they would take Elizabeth's words over hers. Which is probably not wrong. Yeah, no report was ever filed. Okay. Yeah. So, like, close call, but no cigar. I feel like that, I wonder, like, that would be kind of a terrifying thing to have happen to you, is to have someone come at you like that and gaslight you that, you know. Yeah. 
that, yeah, that would leave me trembling, especially at being 18. Oh, it'd be horrible. Mm-hmm. Um, so eventually over time, Elizabeth's anxiety grew again. She began to write poetry as an outlet for her anxiety, and she used the pen name Betty Weston. One of her poems said, Heart beats, then sprays. As this vic- next victim pays her debt to Daggersville, does it quench her craze? Sharp thirst recedes as she dances in blood. Satiated for now, no longer a flood. The macabre waltz has ended. Her desire has been tended. If that's not a confession, I don't know what is. My brain. Yeah. Wow, so it's at, all there. Yeah, so at this point, she, she's feeling invincible. Mm-hmm. She next started a relationship with a woman 10 years her senior. Witnesses stated they argued often, and Elizabeth felt a lack of control in the relationship, unlike the control she had over her patients. Mm-hmm. Oh, in, Whether they lived or died, too. Yeah. Oh, wow. Okay. Yeah. August of 2011, Elizabeth and her girlfriend took a trip to Niagara Falls, and upon return, Elizabeth was grumpy and easily irritated. She needed a release. So in the fall of 2011, so like months later or so, Mm -hmm. she began to search for a new victim. She decided on an elderly woman named Gladys, an 87-year-old woman who suffered from dementia. And as Gladys's dementia worsened, she became more and more difficult to deal with, becoming aggressive and frequently refusing to take her medications. On October 13, 2011, Elizabeth was feeling her urge to kill again. At 5 a.m., Elizabeth went and got a needle full of insulin and went to Gladys's room. She used her usual excuse that it was just another vitamin shot, but Gladys was in one of her moods and tried to get away from Elizabeth's grasp. Unfortunately for Gladys, Elizabeth was still successful in injecting her. Gladys went to sleep, and the next morning Gladys was not conscious and was sweating. Despite the instructions that Elizabeth had left for the incoming nurse, um, which was basically, oh, she just couldn't sleep all night, just let her sleep, blah, blah, blah. Okay. Don't worry about her, just leave her alone. Don't check on her. Either. Yeah. She just wants to rest. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. The incoming nurse decided something was wrong and wanted to move Gladys to palliative care. Elizabeth's shift was over, so she went home, very worried that she would end up being investigated because she's no longer there to control the situation. Right. She doesn't know if they're going to move her or see that, okay. Or if Gladys will make it or die. Right. So once again, Elizabeth got away with it. Oh, my God. As Gladys passed away the next afternoon and doctors had deemed the death was due to old age. Oh, my God. Yeah. This time, Elizabeth did not feel the stress release like her previous murders. It left her even more anxious than before. Mm. She almost got caught. Yeah. On October 25th, so just like, what, a couple weeks later, Helen Matheson was another dementia patient, though on this day, she was quite lucid. Elizabeth sat with Helen as she ate some pie, observing how lucid she was, and how in Elizabeth's mind, it was as though she was waiting for something. She thought that... Helen was waiting for something to happen. Like, I almost, the way it was kind of worded, it seemed more like she was expecting death to come. Because mm, she was so lucid. Mm-hmm. So, I have a story about that. If, if yeah, no, go so ahead. My, one of my family members, um, before he passed away, like, he had had multiple strokes and was not able to, like, speak or do anything for himself at that point, and elderly. He, the morning of his death, um, shaved himself and, like, dressed up, button shirt and everything. Hmm. So, I mean, maybe that's what she observed, is that kind of thing, because I don't know if it's hard to say. dying patients for them to, like, be, I, I think it is a common thing, actually, is, like, they become a bit more lucid before it happens, and they... Maybe, yeah. ...to prepare, right? Maybe that's what she observed, right? Maybe. Which still does not... But in my okay, (laughs) no, and like I took it that way one way, but I also look at it and I'm like, or she's just fucking crazy and she's thinking that Mm -hmm. you know God is calling to this woman. Yeah, yeah, right. Which is probably where you're right on. (laughs) Ah, I mean, it could be either way. Um. So, where were we? Oh yeah, Elizabeth started to feel that familiar feeling. She was sure that God wanted Helen and that Helen was supposed to die. 
Later that night, Helen was injected with a large dose of short-acting insulin. The next morning, Helen started to deteriorate. Her son was called and she was moved to the palliative care unit. And the next morning, early in the morning, on October 27th, so by this time, like, the whole day passed in between, Mm -hmm. Helen passed away with her son by her bedside. And in November, the next month, Elizabeth selected a new target. You on a roll. She's just like full steam ahead here. Mm hmm. Okay. So Mary thought, uh, Mary, sorry, though not a diabetic, had dementia like most of Elizabeth's patients. Um, or, and victims, I should say. Mm hmm. Elizabeth said that at some point Mary had turned to her and told her that she, uh, Mary, would die that night. She also told Elizabeth that she would like to be taken to palliative care so she could die. What? Yeah. Elizabeth mentioned uh, Mary's wishes to another nurse. So after supper, they moved her to the room next to the nurse's station. Mary was still chatty, and more the more she talked, the more Elizabeth was sure that, that, that Mary wanted her to end her life. Oh, she, she's trying to make herself... She's trying to justify, that, yeah, yeah. That that someone like, oh no, she asked me to do it. Yeah. Still not right. Yeah. Elizabeth. <laughs> so a little bit later, when she was alone with Mary, Elizabeth injected her with a combination of short and long acting insulin. When when Mary asked what the shot was for, Elizabeth told her t- it was to help manage any pain. Mary's symptoms didn't take hold until after Elizabeth's shift was over, but was uh. Elizabeth was told of Mary's passing the next day when she returned to work. Wow. Yeah. Elizabeth didn't get the relief uh, feeling she was expecting. And if anything, she felt even more anxious even yet. Oh, Elizabeth. Should you not have started down that road? No. So... Feeling upset and not satisfied, Elizabeth and her partner took a 10-day cruise. Yeah. When she got back to Canada, Elizabeth made a promise to herself to try her best not to kill any more people. Oh, that's so good of, that's so good of her. Just picture her in front of a mirror, like hands in prayer, going, I promise that I will never hurt another elderly person ever again. Unless they ask me to. I'm like, <laughs> oh my god. <laughs> Unless you say I should. Yeah, no kidding. <laughs> I'm listening. <laughs> uh, so, so she was ashamed of herself, and surprisingly, but not at the same time, Elizabeth turned to religion for comfort. Oh, good. She read the Bible and went to church. She even began attending Narcotics Anonymous meetings, and she tried hard to be sober, though she still had a few drinks a week. Wow, she really, like, tried to do better. Yeah. But despite all this, <laughs> Elizabeth, <laughs> the urge to kill still lingered on. Oh my gosh. So for two years, Elizabeth was able to control her urge to kill. Ooh. So, yay. Is there a coin for that, too? Oh, <laughs> <laughs> Did she have to give her sponsor her coin back? Or? I don't know. Um, Bye. Elizabeth. I'm a serial killer. I like how I worded this. I'm like, yeah, so for two years, Elizabeth was able to control her urge to kill. Not killing even once. (laughs) (laughs) Oh my god. (laughs) Was I high when I wrote this? I don't... Amazing. Uh... (laughs) So she had started to realize that it hadn't been gone telling her to kill, but her very own dark urges. So she's starting to put it where it actually belongs. She's evolving like a Pokemon. That's not always good, though. I mean... I mean, in this case, it it might not be. We're going to continue, but I'm just saying... Yeah, you're hoping. She's aware. Yeah. That's evolving. That's part of solving the problem. It's becoming aware and acknowledging it. Right, and then just continuing on doing what you're doing. Yeah. (laughs) By turning to God and religion, she was hoping... Uh, to get be released from the darkness, telling her to do bad things. <laughs> but in July of 2013, a patient by the name of Helen Young started to annoy Elizabeth. Oh. 
She would get mad at the nurses and would be difficult when it came time for food and medication. Though she tried to resist her urge to kill Helen, she eventually caved and dosed her with insulin, laughing as she did so. Helen passed away on July 14th of 2013. Laughing. Mm-hmm. How did I know she was laughing? I think it's her own admission from... Oh, that she... Oh, okay. Yeah. Okay. Sorry, I was like... Yeah, because from what I understand, the police interview, she was just very candid about what well, happened. that little snippet that I took a look at there mm-hmm. was... Yeah. Yeah. Yes. Um... The thrill of killing Helen didn't last long, and soon Elizabeth had begun to feel a rage building up again. But instead of killing another innocent victim, she decided to tell someone else about what she had done. She approached her pastor from her church um, and told him about all that she had done. He listened and then prayed with her. He also told Elizabeth that if she did it again, he would have to turn her in. So I can't even wrap my head around that. Because how many people has she killed so far? Um, Helen. Uh. Shoot, where's where is it? Brain, brain, brain. Uh. I'm looking through what it's actually on. <laughs> uh, Mary. Mary. And then another Helen. Mm-hmm. And then... Oh, Gladys. Gladys. <laughs> uh, da, 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 da. Nope. 18-year-old girl. Mm-hmm. Michael. Okay, that's five now. Another Three Helen. Helen. Oh, my God. Maurice. Seven. James. I think James was her first, yeah, first kill, but. So she's murdered eight people. Yeah. And is told, do it one more time. And we'll turn you in. I'll have to spank you. But, like. Is do they have, like, some sort of pastor parishioner privilege? <laughs> yes. I know. <laughs> it took about as long for you to register as it took for me to say it. Yeah, I was trying to also say it in my head and watching your lips move. I'm like, oh, she's getting it. I can't do it, but you can. <laughs> Ooh, okay. Um, I don't, you know what? I don't even know. It was what kind of which church was it? Is it a Catholic church? Is it a? I didn't say. It's hard to. Maybe there is some sort of pastor parishioner privilege. Say that ten times fast. I can't even do it. Pastor privilege. Pastor parishioner privilege. Pastor privilege. Nope. Pastor parishioner privilege. Oh wow. That is so hard. Right? That's what she said. That's what she said. <laughs> oh my god, I had to. So sorry, I had I'm to. So glad you did. <laughs> one more time, and I'll have to turn, turn you in. in. Okay. So this seemed to work at least for the next eight months. Oh. Then Elizabeth met seventy-eight-year-old Maureen. Maureen was a difficult patient needing round-the-clock care, and she would hit, refuse medication, even pulling other patients' hair. Over time, Elizabeth began to resent Maureen something fierce. Elizabeth caught herself staring at Maureen one night as she began to feel the surge of anger build within her. After a bit, though, she remembered the words of her pastor, this wasn't God's will. Instead of her normal actions, she decided that if she gave Maureen just enough insulin to put her into a coma, that would be okay. So, she injected Maureen. <laughs> like, you're just in shock. <coughs> People really think this way. I know. They, they ju- Whatever to justify it, you know. If I only hurt them a little bit. Oh, that's a long uh, messed up shit in your childhood, woman. Yeah, so she injected... 
Maureen with a smaller amount than usual. And Maureen got mad at Elizabeth, despite being told it was only a vitamin shot. This upset Elizabeth. Of course. Enough uh, that Maureen would even question her. So she couldn't stop thinking about it, and it angered her so much that she eventually changed her mind and returned and injected Maureen with even more insulin. Maureen ended up having a stroke and was moved to the hospital wing of the hospital. So they're not in the nursing care, but the other side. Um, Elizabeth, once again, was very worried she would get caught. She was uh, had been so worried she accidentally mixed up two patients' medications, um... And she ended up getting in shit for that. Mm-hmm. Um, Maureen passed away on March 28th, 2014. Uh, also, at that point, the hospital notified Elizabeth that she was being let go due to the medication mix-up. Ooh, lost her job, finally. Yeah. nine people they don't even know about yet. Yep. Sweet. Yeah. By this point, Elizabeth... Oh, I have seven written down. What do I have seven? Maybe we counted Never wrong. Yeah. Anyways, so seven she people over murdered, seven years. She's murdered too many people. Too yeah. Many. The dis uh dismissal the d- dismissal the dismissal the dismissal eh <laughs> the dismissal <laughs> oh dear <laughs> I am stoned. <laughs> anyways, the dismissal was recorded on Elizabeth's record with the College of Nurses. However, no restri- restrictions were placed on her license. So she could still, if somebody else wanted to hire, they would just probably be like, hey, why were you let go from here? So, which I mean, it's like job interviews. Oh, why did you only work there for six months? Blah, blah, blah. Right. Right. Why didn't you work for the last nine years? Oh. Digging a hole in China. Yeah. So Elizabeth didn't have to wait long, though, to find a new job. She was contacted by the Park Nursing Home in London, Ontario. The new job would have her doing the same duty she had performed at Crescent Care. Mm. So, again, night shift, head nurse, Mm -hmm. whatever. She was happy to have the new job at Meadow Park. So that was the name of the actual place. But in August of 2014, the urge to kill started to grow again. Maybe don't work with old people. Imagine that, hey? Like... Maureen, it sounds like you would have been better off as a mob's boss or, like, a mob boss. No, she'd be the hitman. For people that had debts 500 years old, you know? Elizabeth, you chose the wrong career. Yeah, don't work with old people if that's what you use to get your rocks off. Jesus. Sorry, Jesus. Yes. Um, Yeah, so our pod was an elderly man that would act abusively towards staff. Elizabeth decided he needed to die, just straight up. Because he was abusive. Yeah, she didn't like the way he treated the other staff. Hmm. Uh, Elizabeth went into Arpod's room, insulin needle in hand. She attempted to give him the injection, but he fought against her, and in the end, she had been unable to inject Arpod. Oh, God. Elizabeth came back a couple hours later and got him then, though. Oh, my goodness. Yeah. Arpod eventually slipped into a coma. And died on August 31st, 2014. So, so if the doctors had been aware of this happening by chance that it was an insulin, they could counteract it with something? Yeah, if they, okay. if they knew it was because of low blood sugar, okay. then they could treat it if they caught it in time. So, is that a thing now in their protocol, is to check for low blood sugar? I don't know. I would hope I would so. I curious about that. When, like, I mean, once this come out, I would hope that was just something they would check. But I guess the symptoms of it can mimic a lot of right. other things yeah. in the elderly. So then they should always check for low blood sugar Yeah. before they do anything. If they mimic multiple things. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. It wouldn't take much. So now I have that question. Is that something we do in Canada or the United States or anywhere? Do they check for low blood? I'm just curious. I'm, my, now I have to have an answer. <laughs> I'm going to figure it out. You'll have to research it after. Sugar. Okay. Um, so Elizabeth, once again, though, decided to tell someone what she had done. Oh, Elizabeth. So she approached a lawyer. The lawyer suggested she seek help for her mental health. No report was filed. Did, wait, what? Mm-hmm. So is that a, a lawyer? 
other person thing I, privilege? I don't know how it works in Canada for that. I don't know. Hey, so like, I just, I was just calling, unless she did an anonymous phone call. I don't know because you can do that. You can, yeah, but I to me in the in the stuff it sounded like it was very much. Like she hired him, or she went and sought him out. Sought him out, but it was very open about what she'd done. But I wonder if she told her him who she was. That's what I mean. Like, like I don't you know. can be open about it, but also hide a lot of details. Right? That's like, true. So like, hey, I have been injecting seniors with insulin for the last. I only killed like eight of them. I've I've murdered a. a a small army of people and like do you think that I'm gonna get in trouble do <laughs> you think that's like what should I do about this yeah like, seek I, mental help yeah okay that's a good suggestion but turn yourself into the police would also be another suggestion which I mean pretty good chance someone calling to ask a lawyer if they're gonna be in trouble for killing people mm, yeah wouldn't probably do but yeah yeah oh wow that's incredibly oh so okay so crazy. no report was filed uh huh so Elizabeth then approached her sponsor from Narcotics Anonymous. Oh, super cool. They did not take her claim seriously, though, and instead choosing to believe that Elizabeth was a pathological liar and just doing it to get attention. Okay, so, like, I'm going to judge a book. I don't know her, but I might think that, too. Yeah. But that's just me being a judgy bitch, so... Anyway. Yeah. <laughs> so again, the police were not contacted. Oh my god. <laughs> so she's like, trying to confess too. Like Yeah. Like I mean she's told three people. Granted the one she threatened if they would tell, but the other two she was basically like, Yeah, go ahead. But nobody did. So in October two thousand fourteen, Elizabeth informed her employer that she needed to resign so she could focus on healing from her drug and alcohol dependency. Good for her. This break only lasted a few months. By January in 2015, Elizabeth was back working, but this time in a retirement home in Paris, Ontario. Awesome. This is where she met Sandra, a well-loved and humorous elderly woman. And on the September 6th of 2015, Sandra did tell Elizabeth that she was done living and that she was ready to go. Elizabeth quickly dosed Sandra with insulin, but a quick-acting nurse noticed the symptoms. Yay! And quickly treated Sandra. Mm-hmm. Elizabeth quit her job, not giving a reason. <laughs> she eventually got a new job in 2016, but she was not happy with the new job. There were so many rules. Eventually, her frustration peaked when she met 68-year-old Beverly. She had recently had surgery on her leg and needed home care. Oh. Elizabeth felt that Beverly's situation was sad and started to feel the urge to end her life for her. She had to steal insulin from another client's home, which I didn't quite understand why, because Beverly herself was also diabetic. Maybe she didn't have enough to do the deed, maybe. Um, Wasn't a big enough dose in the house or something. Yeah. So when she came back the next day, she gave Beverly the insulin through uh, through her IV bag, passing it off as antibiotics. Eventually, Beverly started to feel off, and when Elizabeth left for the day, she decided not to take her daily dose of insulin as she recognized the symptoms of low blood sugar. So, she survived. Yay! Good job, Beverly! Okay. Yeah. Eventually, Elizabeth got a transfer to a school that had diabetic children attending. This is where my brain was like, oh, fucking God, no, leave the kids alone. Oh, my God. Uh, (laughs) Yeah, the thought of working with children scared her. Because she could never see herself killing a child, so she promptly quit. Oh, good for good for you, Elizabeth. She opened up to some friends about what she had done, and they urged her to seek help. What? But yeah, nobody's told the police anything. Still. Mm-hmm. So, so yeah, if I tell you I murdered nine people, can you like punch me in the face and call the police? <laughs> like, I might not wait till nine though. I might just. You'd, it'd come out by at least the third. Maybe. You, it'd slip out in conversation by accident. You'd be talking about going camping somewhere. <laughs> and it happened to be like where you hid the bodies or something. <laughs> don't tell them my camping spots. <laughs> and you'd be like, oh yeah, uh, if you go there, don't go behind the waterfall. <laughs> or I'd be like, that's 
<laughs> um, let's see, what else do we got? Oh, okay, so Elizabeth quickly checked herself into a center in Toronto that dealt with addictions and mental health. Good. And in a session with her psychologist at the center, she confessed to her crimes. Okay. The psychologist had her write out a detailed statement that included names. Mm -hmm. Elizabeth even included the names of the survivors in the beginning and okay. the couple throughout. Mm -hmm. The psychologist then asked Elizabeth for permission to turn the statement over to the police. And she gave that permission. This was on September 29th of 2016. On October 25th, 2016, Elizabeth was released from the center and she was handed over to the police. Yeah, she refused legal counsel and answered all of the police's questions in an interview that lasted about three hours. Mm -hmm. On October 25th, 2016, Elizabeth was charged with eight counts of murder and four counts of attempted murder. A year later, Elizabeth was sentenced to life in prison with no chance of parole. And that is Elizabeth Wetwaffer. Bitch be crazy. How do you get to that point? I don't know. A lot of childhood trauma. So, okay. I did listen to the episode, but I was laughing a lot at Lex. And this <laughs> um, what was her childhood like again? Um, was it shitty? They were very strictly religious. Okay. Um, to the point, like, as a teen, she started to realize she was attracted to women. And back, well, in a religious family, especially hers, that was very frowned upon. Uh, she also, what did they do? Oh, she got sent to conversion therapy. Her dad did, went to college with her. He enrolled in courses so that he could watch her because he didn't trust her. Like, I mean, that's just. That's hella fucked around. To the extreme. That is, but I don't know if they were that. I'm not sure. But yeah, so it was like messed up. Like riddled and then just but asking for help so many times. Listen, people, if you're listening, listen and listen again. If someone tells you they've murdered someone, don't tell them to get their mental health checked. Take them to the police station. Tie them up. I don't care. But don't let them continue. Like, I don't know. I don't think this has to be a conversation we need to have, but apparently Elizabeth, <laughs> wet lawfer. <laughs> I mean, at least you tried to seek help, but it's un it was really unfortunate that it went the way it did. Like, how many people she told? Like, I can't. Like, she was asking for help. Mm -hmm. She didn't ask for, <laughs> and she tried to help herself. I mean, she recognized what she was doing was wrong. Yep. So, like, I know you kind of you. I don't know. Would that be a psychopath? That's a definition. Like, they know what they're doing is wrong, but they do it anyway. Maybe. Let's look it up. <laughs> but, like, in a way, I almost feel a little bad for her, but at the same time, I don't. Because she's crazy. No, dude. You chose to murder those people. Um, well, I mean, sorry. God chose them. Because that makes way more sense. What was my question? Psych Psychopath meaning. Uh, oh god, this is long-winded. <laughs> Person affected by chronic mental disorder with abnormal or violent social behavior. I know. She has chronic mental disorder and violent social behavior. Yeah. So I guess that would... She would be a psychopath. There you go. I ain't no doctor. I'm just reading Google. Because Lex explained that it was great the other day. Well, I know. She's talking about because you wouldn't tell her the rest of the episode. <laughs> oh, right. Fine. I'll just Google it then. <laughs> Google it. Wow. Yeah. I didn't even know that was what that was. <laughs> We're learning new stuff. Yeah. She's Canada's friendliest killer. How? Who gave her that name? I don't know. That's not a very friendly thing to do. No. Kill. There, there's been a few killer nurses in Canada. 
Really? Yeah, because when I was researching this one, there's a man that kept coming up. And I think, like, a longer time ago, like, probably when our grandparents were our age mm-hmm. or younger, maybe a little bit, there was, I think, another woman nurse that was killing people, too, then. Mm. We should do another one. You know that'll come, but... Yeah. <laughs> Sugar. Yeah, Melissa's got candies and chips here. Can't stop. Can't stop. Won't stop. Alright, well, that was... I don't know. Playing God. She was playing God. No, God was playing. God was playing her! <laughs> <laughs> and are any of those people that she told accomplices now? Would they have become or been because they knew and they didn't say anything? I don't know. Does I don't... anybody else know? Answer if you do. We're waiting. <laughs> <laughs> We're waiting. For call. Stand by. The call. Calls are. Wait. What is it? What does he say? Call now. Operators are standing by. That is the. Anyway, that that's my question. Another one. Yeah. I don't know. I don't know. If... I think it would depend on the situation. I think if they, like, maybe lied and kind of pissed off the cops a bit, they might. But, I don't know. But, yeah. So, we are at 875 downloads. Come on, friend. Yeah. So, once we get to 1,000, we're going to be doing a giveaway. Uh, I'll flush out what it takes to get into the giveaway. I'm thinking I'm just going to do, like, a... Google form or whatever. Sure. Just names. A way for me to contact you. Mm-hmm. And, yeah. And then work out the details there. But, yeah, we're almost there. Yay! If I'm mathing right in my stoner brain, it's 125 more downloads. Mm-hmm. So that's not too bad. And then we now have a Patreon level tier. So there's, you know, search us up on Patreon, Getting High With True Crime. Um, it's called the Miss demeanor tier okay. <clears throat> I don't know I was really arguing with myself as to what names I mean we can always edit the names later um, but I figured because it's just small and tiny you named it I love that misdemeanor yeah oh yeah that's great it, it just kicked in yeah oh <laughs> there was a delay on your reaction there was I, there's a glitch <laughs> she lagged <laughs> Yeah, so it's the misdemeanor tier, and right now, that'll get you a shout out on the show, and you're helping support the show. Um, I'm thinking I might throw in a sticker with that too that I can send out. Yes. So I will edit the tier. So yeah. It'll be one of our own stickers, probably, right? Oh yeah, of course. Beaver or something. It'll be random. Love it. It'll be random. Kind of like us. Very random chaos isn't that what chaos is i would assume assume. let's see what google's definition of chaos is (laughs) do a a, the simonin or the (laughs) simonin wow i am on the lower end of the brain scale today complete disorder and confusion yeah that's random. <laughs> Wait, what? <laughs> what? <It's> chaos. Chaos. <laughs> the... Nope. Sore. <laughs> That's not even how you spell thesaurus. I know. She spelled it T H. <laughs> no, come on. T H E S O R E A S S. The sore ass. You read that right. Yeah. It's phonetic. I was watching you type and it didn't register, and then I read it after, and I'm like, that's not how you spell thesaurus. <coughs> I know. I still don't know how to spell it. Uh, that's... Why? What did I do wrong? Because you're not in the right thingy. So not braining right now. Uh, I got it. I got it. Synonyms. See? Synonyms. Synonyms. 
Nimminims. So Nimminimminim. K-R. Ooh, anarchy, disarray. Snarl. Pandemonium. I can love this one. Mobocracy. <laughs> oh my. It's a muddle. It's a free for all. Cataxia. Topsy turviness. Entropy. Oh. Oh, you beat me too. That's where my eyes went next. I was like, shit. Tumult. Tumult. Oh, there's discord. Yeah, discord. And disorder. Did um, you see the, the, the misdemeanor? Demeanor? The, the, what is the first level? The first misdemeanor. Level. And then do. <laughs> Oh, I was thinking we should almost do like a yeah, first degree. third degree, second degree. I agree. Yeah, maybe. Agree. And then I was also thinking of like an eighth, a quarter, a half, <laughs> you know, an ounce. Pass. Yeah, well, we'll just come up with all the we whatever pass random pass shit. Yeah. <laughs> the weed kills it. Yep. Um, there's something else I wanted to see. Yeah. My brain's not braining anymore. No, I see. It's like I, I write down notes and I don't find them for weeks later. And I'm like, oh shit, what was that about? <laughs> and it's like our notes from like doing being high and on the show. <laughs> and I'm like, I don't get it. Like, I don't get why that's funny. <laughs> why? Why were we laughing so hard? <laughs> that's why I'm always worried. I'm like, we're laughing our asses off, and I'm like, this is amazing. And then I'm like, once the next day when I'm sober, I'm like was it though it and was. then and then i listened to it and i cackle laugh throughout the whole thing and i'm like yeah no it was pretty good it was yes but it's like the idea is like where did it come from? yeah i'm like i don't under what was the context of this because <laughs> like it makes sense but it can be taken 10 different ways so right? i don't remember what context what that we had say? oh lord <laughs> it can be taken 10 different ways actually that is pretty fucked up if it can be sure you could do it what i have a visual mind when you start talking my brain starts forming pictures in my head so when you said take it 10 different ways and you turned it into something sexual can you yeah i know could you imagine yeah melissa's (laughs) oh god no that's just oh that would feel so gross Okay, I'm done. Yeah. Nobody can see. Nobody, Nobody can see. see. Thank God. See <gasps> Unless they're a visual thinker like me. Or me. And then they're seeing every last bit of this. <laughs> I don't even have to be a visual thinker. I'm actually sitting here. <laughs> That's true. <laughs> doing. No, not doing nothing. Oh, Melissa. That's enough. <laughs> oh, boy. Yeah, so we have Patreon. We have that giveaway coming up. Um. Yeah. Check us out on all the places. All the places, all the things. You know the usuals, like ideas. I love ideas. <laughs> I feel like we're floating through space. You're like ideas. <laughs> I'm not that bad. I love ideas too. That'll be later. <laughs> well, have you ever been so high where you smoke one and then you do a bowl off your pipe and then you forgot that you did the first one so you did another one? Well, we kind of did that earlier minus the bowl off the pipe. That's true. You forgot about that already. Yeah, because... Were you there? You were there. No, I, I hope I was I'm there. Because I got video proof that I'm me giggling, <laughs> laughing about an idea that I need to tell this one lady. <laughs> Yeah. That is good stuff. Yeah, this is the stuff I ground. It's berry cream puff. It's in it's a sativa and it's that's the stuff I ground up for using in my pipe. And it's not bad. Yeah, animal face is all the orange stuff. (laughs) Aren't you glad I brought it all? (laughs) Uh, Okay. Oh, it's like Lex's joke when she was little. Knock, knock. Who's here? 
Orange. Orange who? It's just a joke. <laughs> Literally, that was what she said. She's like, three? <laughs> She's always been a comedian. Oh, fuck. And it was like, it didn't make any sense. But we laugh so freaking hard, and we still do. Mm-hmm. It's just a joke. It's like, uh, uh, my youngest, Cassie, she's always like, uh, easy, what is it? Because it goes, yeah, it says she goes, easy peasy lemon pie. (laughs) (laughs) Or, or she, uh, (laughs) what's the other one she does? Oh, the patty cake song. But she has to mark it with a B and put it in the oven for half an hour. Oh, and I think that's actually off of Peppa Pig. Oh, I love it. Mark it with you. Yeah. Aww. And put it in the oven for half an hour. Oh, God, yeah. Kids are awesome. Until they're not awesome. Even when they're not, they're still awesome. Yeah. There's parts of them that we enjoy still. That is very true. <laughs> the quiet, non-talking back parts. <laughs> oh, God. Mine are so sassy. It's not even funny. <laughs> Like, I thought I was bad. Mm-hmm. They're, like, the apocalypse of, like, it. sass. It's so crazy. Like, I actually have to tell them, okay, you need to turn it down a notch or two before you actually get yourself in trouble right. with me. <laughs> and I'll tolerate a good chunk of it. Because mm-hmm. I know they're just trying to be funny. But. Yeah. Sometimes it, they go that there's the line and then the, there's the new line you draw and then the new line you draw and then they step over that one. Yeah. And then you're like, okay, that's it. <laughs> yeah. Now you need to like just pay attention. Now you've done it. <laughs> hmm. Yeah. So that's that. Thank you, Linnea. That was fun. Yes, it was. As always. I mean, as fun as murder can be. I mean, hanging out, smoking weed. That part's fun. Don't murder. That's not fun. Yeah. Or as like Lex say, slay, bestie. <laughs> but don't slay. <laughs> you gotta do this. Don't slay. <laughs> yeah. Oh. Buffy. Yeah, no. <laughs> oh my god. I, lo- I wish you would text me right now and then you can just hear my hurt voice say, Slay, bestie. I, that's like literally her text tone. That's amazing. Hmm. Well, should we sign off? I guess so. Stardate, whatever, 22, 1, part 2. Chapter 5, section B. Named after fucking Star Trek. I should know this shit, and I don't. Oh, but I don't know how to do star dates. <laughs> like, my middle name, Star. Oh, yeah. Maiden name, Fleet. Oh. Not even joking. My God. How what? did I not? How did I not tell you this? Oh, my God, Linnea. That's amazing. Wow, yeah, so my parents' friends thought it'd be funny and suggested that they should name me Star because of Starfleet, like Starfleet Enterprise and Star Trek because they were all Trekkies and were watching Star Trek. Oh my god, I love it. And then they did. I love Star Trek. I can't really. I mean, I'll watch it. Starfleet. If I have to, but it's not my favorite. You're destined to be the friends, Linnea Starfleet. Right off with that I, I made it to grade 11 before I left the school found out what my middle name was. Yeah, that's pretty good. That's pretty decent. Very, yeah. It would have been a lot harder. Yeah. Possibly. And then, after, and then after that, no, I just owned it. I was like, they'd be like, hey, Starfleet. And I'd be like, hi. Peace. Oh. Or, no, Vulcan thing. <laughs> Here, see? <laughs> I can only do it on one hand, though. The only reason why I can do the Vulcan wavy thingy. Greeting? Yeah. I can only do it on this hand. You And the only reason why I can do it on you this hand. Can do this, you mean? No! Definitely not when you split the fingers the other way, too. It takes too much concentration. I can't. 
But the only reason why I can do that Vulcan sign on my left hand is because I had a bunny rabbit and one of her nails cut me in there and I had to wear this big fat band-aid for like two weeks. And so that is the only reason why I can do that. So what instrument did you play in school then? Clarinet. How? Your fingers can't, like... No, I can do that, but you don't do this for clarinet. No, I... You, they're always spread. <laughs> That's what she said! <laughs> I have a clarinet still I could show you. I'd like to blow on that clarinet. Let's not and say we did. That thing's annoying. I know. <laughs> And all the reads I have are meant for advanced players, and I'm, I'm not, not advanced anymore. I, I'm advanced. I remember when I figured out how to play the Jurassic theme park song on the clarinet, and I was so happy with myself, because I did it all by myself, just out of my own head. Wow. Yeah, it worked out good. Yeah. yeah, I can only do it on one hand, and it's all thanks to my bunny rabbit, Kiefer. Huh. So, I Kiefer, your little bunny soul, thank you so much for Thanks, my Volcom sir. hand sign. Thank you. All hail, Kiefer. <laughs> Chief Spotty Bunny. Kiefer! Yeah. Okay. We didn't even eat all the candy this time. We never do. No, we did last time. We usually leave it behind. Did I eat all the candy after? Probably. I don't remember doing it. Oh, no, I brought it upstairs and Justin and Cassie ate the rest of the candy. Mm-hmm. That's fine. Who are you? It's probably a chip floaty. Get out of my... Yeah, so... Sorry, everybody. Um, We're here still. Are you? <laughs> Thanks. If not, we understand. <laughs> if you are, thank you for putting up with our weird. If not, we understand. And you should have heard that because you were... They no. Never They'll never know. We don't understand. It's bullshit. Don't leave. Stay with <laughs> us forever. But I mean, don't if you don't want to. Getting high with true crime cult. Oh, a little shout out to all the new people that are hopefully, possibly trying out our podcast for the first time after I put out a couple recommendations. Hi. Hi. Yeah, thank you. Hi. Oh. Future people. There's, because there, I learned of another podcast. I want to check it out. It's these guys, two guys, and they do true crime, and their podcast is called Brew Crime, and it's, they drink beer. Yes! How many episodes do they have? I have no idea. I haven't checked it out, but I don't know which platform they're on. I'll look. Brew. Brew. Yeah. I just love the play on words. Yeah. Brew Crime. Oh, Brew Crime Podcast. They have, oh god, a lot. They're in the hundreds. Cool. (laughs) So, we'll have to check them out. Mm -hmm. Spotify. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Brew Crime. I just love the name. It sounds so cool. Yes. Well, thanks again, future people, for listening now. Yeah, and if you. And if you. Do like it, you know, on Spotify and that, whatever. Give us a five star review. It does help us get seen. Yes, we want we we want to be seen. I'm not an attention whore. I swear to God, I just I would like to watch my little project grow. I like I like watching it grow. I'm proud of you. That's what she said. (laughs) (laughs) Yes. Oh God, Melissa's sticking cherry candy to her chin. Look like testicles. Did you see that movie? What is it? Movie? Yeah, I know. It was a movie 54 or whatever. And there's the scene and it's got uh, Hugh Jackman and he's, te- he's got testicles on it just under his chin on his throat. And to him, he lived with this all his life. So it's just normal. But his, to his blind date, I do believe played by Kate Winslet. She is just in shock and trying not to draw attention to the fact she can't stop staring at these dangly things under his chin. It's fucking amazing go home and watch movie i think it's movie 54 oh that's funny there, it's a bunch of shorts yeah, okay. but they're so good movie and it's like a ton of celebrities and it's so okay. good some of them are a little disturbing though i'm down for it or a lot disturbing but hey it's good i'm down for it just don't watch it around children deal i can do that yeah or mother-in-law's unless she's into humor like i mean if it were my mom she'd be like it's just a penis <laughs> <laughs> 
Let me guess, she's not. <laughs> not that great. I guess. Oh, it's just there's people like that. Yes. And everyone else in the world who also enjoys that. Yeah. Night. <laughs> you think? Can you should hang up for people, please. Oh God, yeah. Sorry, people. Ooh, look at that! Fifty-nine minutes. We didn't talk for one more minute, even sixty. Sixty. Or by the seconds. time I figure out where the stop record button, oh, it's right there. Oh, you remember now, though. Well, no, but this isn't Zoom because we're recording live. That's right. This is GarageBand, so it's clearly marked. <laughs> yeah, Zoom, you need a bigger stop record button that stoners like me can see. I can't see it because I'm not on her screen. I'm on mine because we're zooming, but no, not today. Not not screen sharing. Yeah, no. Not today. No, today we are in person. Yep. It's a birthday today for a bunch of people. We got to sing happy birthday. Yep. My other half's birthday. And then a friend of mine, it's her birthday today too. Happy birthday friend of Linnea's. Nicole. <laughs> I guess I could use her name. I don't know if she listens to us. It's but if she eventually now. starts, then this would be a surprise later on. That's right. It's not your birthday now when you're listening, but it's your birthday now when we're talking. Yeah, because this won't come out till Monday. Super confusing for people listening in the future. Yes. Present. <laughs> right? The future present. Fu- yeah. Mm. I guess that's the only way to describe it on a podcast. Time travel. Yep. I like it. Oh, we went over. Oh. <laughs> One hour. Ah, ah, ah. Two hours. Ah, ah, ah. Later. <laughs> Five hours. hours. Uh, Wait, why did it take 20 us 20 minutes? <laughs> Five hours. 20 <laughs> minutes later. Five hours. Uh, oh my god. Okay, so yeah. Case suggestions, reach out if you want to share anything funny, whatever. We don't care. We got the group on Facebook, Getting High with True Crime podcast. There and there's the page, Getting High with True Crime. And yeah, so that's where I've got things right now. So yeah, if you ever want to make case suggestions, just reach out to the podcast on Facebook. Mm-hmm. Do it. Or email at gettinghighwithtruecrime at gmail.com. Ooh. Or if you have any stories. Yeah, your own, stories. Whether they be true crime and or 420 friendly. Mm-hmm. You can or send funny. those too. Or just send funny. It. Just something funny that's happened send to you. pictures of funny things. Not peepees though. Not, not funny nope. shaped things, just funny things. <laughs> did we just say penises are funny shaped? I mean, they are. A hundred percent, we did. <laughs> <laughs> I don't want funny shaped things in my pictures. I want. <laughs> I think it broke my brain. <laughs> Okay, goodbye. Okay, bye-bye. <laughs>